0: Welcome to Listen Up America, a show about the truth, opinions, and thinking. A constitutional, conservative podcast in a world of woke cancel culture. We are the resistance. Welcome to the LUA Podcast Studios. I'm your host, Eric, and this is Listen Up America, this week's podcast episode is going to be a little different. It's getting really hairy out there. If you're paying even the slightest bit of attention, I guarantee even to someone that is new to politics or whatnot, and the going-ons of our government are being affected, and you weren't being affected six months ago. And, but today, something popped up, and you're like, wait, this is not right. This, this sucks. This, you're getting upset. You're getting mad. You, you're wondering, what, what, why is this happening? What happened? What happened? It's not enough to just agree with me for those that do. And for those that don't, I'm speaking to you more than those that agree with me because I'm trying to show you with clip after clip, week after week, and email after email from the liberal side of the world saying the hypocrisy, exposing it, showing you the lying, showing you when from time to time they come out and actually admit that what they're doing. I'm speaking to you and Now I'm going to speak to my audience. It's not enough to agree. It's not. You need to step up. You need to share this podcast. You do. If you like it and you get it and you agree with 80, 90, 99, 100%, whatever, because we're not going to agree on everything, but we can agree on the foundations and to go from there. But it's not enough. You've got to share this with your friends. You have to share it with your family and you've got to tell your friends and your families, you have to reshare. It's not hard to do. You just go onto the link, hit the share, put in a, an episode, send it to them, follow up, talk to them. You guys have got to get this word out because not everyone listens to Fox News. And if you do great, but Fox News is, you know, they've got agendas too and they don't share everything. They omit things to make, Want something seem a little more than it's not, and vice versa. But we need to stand up as a people, as a middle class, as an American citizen that actually finds that the Constitution and the values of this country actually means something that is worth fighting for. Not sitting back, not, "Well, I don't vote, so I don't really care, but they're the first ones to bitch that gas is over four dollars a gallon, Or they're the first ones to bitch that they can't go do something or they got to wear a mask that they got to have an ID now that they don't understand all the pronouns I'm going to, and have been explaining all of this week after week on what's going on, trying to be as specific, but keeping it tight. You know, we can't spend six hours talking about this because I get it. It's boring. And I try not to go over an hour, but sometimes you just got to say what you got to say. And there's things that you just can't omit because it's important. And I'm not getting paid for this. Maybe one day I will. Who knows? Don't really care. I actually do this because I find myself to be an educated person that pays attention to current events, to things that happened a year ago, to past events from 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago. And not everyone's like me. That we're a very distracted, a very spoiled Nation of people. We bitch about, as I say, rich people problems. That's not a problem. You want to know what a problem is? Cuba. Protesters standing up against their government, which is communist, which is what we all want here, right? This is what the the left wants. They want a Cuba here. They like Venezuela and Cuba and China. They like that. That's what they want. And I'm going to prove it to you again today that this is all they want. So you got protesters in Cuba standing up and fighting, yelling, yelling, because the economy, they're not making any money. Cuba is like all other countries are making their own vaccines. They are basically salt water. They haven't even made their third trials yet. And that's how good the medical system is in Cuba. They they're so far behind the eight ball. It's not even funny. So they're injecting, not injecting. They're just kind of rolling with it. And you know, people are getting sick, and you know, who knows if they're dying because communist regimes do not give numbers. Remember, China's only had over 2,000 deaths. That's it, just 2,000. We've had 600,000 supposedly. It's probably closer to four. But still, 400,000 versus 2,000. It started there, but we're all dying here. Uh huh. But it's not enough to just, wow, that was a great episode. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Share it. Spread the word. We have to start speaking out. I show you clips week after week of regular people that had never spoken out before, going to school board meetings and so forth, speaking out of all races and genders, saying this is evil and this is wrong, and referring to CRT, critical race theory. It is wrong, and people need to continue to speak up. We can't just let other people fight our fights. Frankly, that makes you a coward. If you're not willing to speak, to have a conversation, if this costs me listeners, adios, muchachos. You have to do your part. Not everyone has to man the post and have a weapon. Sometimes you've got to be the one that supplies the weapon. Sometimes you've got to be the one that moves the weapon. Sometimes, you know, the army is laid out from logistics to actions and everything in between. You have to find your spot in this. You've got to promote. You've got to go out there and talk to people about what's going on. Because I'm going to tell you right now, America is under attack like you've never seen before. From the Democrat Party slash communist, socialist, Marxist. Under attack. Eric, come on. You just say, you know, hyperbole, blah, blah, blah. Ready? I'm going to go down the list and then we're going to go back through it. Christianity and religion, under attack. Your freedom of speech is under attack. Medical choices are under attack. Education, capitalism, race, voting rights, ID, the border, the military, protesting. Police, traditional marriage, gender, heterosexuality, the economy, guns, energy, ethics, and I guarantee there's a lot more. But that was what I came up with in 10 minutes this morning. And I have video, I have emails, I have stories, I have past episodes that will point to every one of these. You, as a citizen of this country, America, if you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in the principles and the founding of this country, you are under attack. Whether you like it or not, whether you see it or not, whether you care or not, it's happening. All fronts, the full court press is on. The media is all in. The Democrat Party is not being run by Joe Biden. If you haven't figured out that that potato, Chairman Joe, is nothing but a puppet that can't focus a thought Can't even speak one sentence without, uh, uh, or the pause while I gather my thought. He isn't running the country. We use the term the swamp. It's as good as any. The people in the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, the CIA, Homeland Security, the IRS, all of it filled with corrupt, self-serving, power-hungry, mad people. Because it's men and women. These people are out of their freaking minds and will do anything at this point to take from you to give to themselves. Basically, it'll end democracy on the planet. We're it. We are the one thing that's holding what is out there as a democracy together. We fall, they all fall. And Again, not hyperbole. You, you guys got to get this through your head. This is not just some conspiracy. Just throw it. He's a racist. He's a conspiracy. It ain't any of that. It is reality. And if you don't see it, then it'll be too late. And in five years, 10 years, 30 years, whatever the time frame it is, when it finally falls, if we do nothing, it will fall. Just look at your history. It always falls when good people sit back and let evil thrive. Evil wins every time. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to put myself in a position of, you know, cause I've got so much to lose again, spoiled rotten. What do you got to lose other than everything? If you have no freedom, Having your RV or your boat or this swell job, what do you lose that's more important than your freedom? Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram page is at listen underscore up underscore America underscore. And our Facebook page is L U A podcast all together, L-U-A podcast on Facebook. So please join the community, tell us what you think, and uh, share with all your friends and let them know how awesome we are. So Christianity, religion in general, but I'm a Christian, so I'm going to speak from a Christian perspective. Have you been paying attention to the last 20 years? How about the last 18 months? The United States government told its people, And in countries like Canada are doing the same. They're still not doing anything up there. Services were taken away. You could not go to church. The U.S. government took away your First Amendment right. Just took it. 18 months and counting. Some places still don't. Our churches, uh, half of our church is in public schools, and half are in private churches that we own. So those had just opened up. And then eventually, a couple months after, the school sites opened up. I've been taking my family back. We've gone to, I think it's four or five Sundays in a row since it's opened. Audiences are small. Well, that was the plan. And I'll be the first one. I knew it was the plan. And while this was going on, I told you guys, I was so pissed off at the religious community and leaders. How in the world do pastors and priests, imams and rabbis who all know each other just sit back and go, yeah, you know, let it happen because they had something to lose. And they didn't want to be, you know, targeted. I've talked to my pastor. Eric, it's a little more complicated. No, it's not. It's really not. Jesus stood up to authority. And he tried to tell me about, well, you know, we're supposed to listen to authority. The authority of God and Jesus Christ in the Bible. That's what we listen to. And we go from there. If there are laws founded in ungodly ways, really? Jesus died for this, which led to our sins, right? The sins. Is that not a sin? Creating evil law? to restrict and punish? Come on. And I'm not, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I just want you to know, it, this is where it starts. Communism does not allow religion, doesn't. People are arrested all the time in China for having a Bible, literally having a Bible. And if they come across someone, they thinks a friend, and then that friend decides to go rat because they want something to gain. They want to step up the ladder of communism to not be just a sheep, but maybe a little bigger sheep. Maybe the neighborhood guy. Selfishness. All of this, in my opinion, was all selfish on the part of the religious leaders. They had something to lose, so they were cool with it. Some of them went online, but if you're in an area like me, um, and then they chose a service that was crap. They didn't use YouTube or something. They used something else, I don't even remember. Couldn't even watch it. It was unwatchable. It would take hours to load, but it wasn't even loading and it was just all segmented. It was horrible. My church was taken away from me and not as much as the government took it away that the religious leaders said, we're cool. And they're coming back and they're talking, like you know, if you come or if you don't, they're kind of indifferent to it. It blows me away. You're indifferent if they come or don't because then you're not a real follower. Oh, it's my fault that you closed down for 18 months and, and didn't give a crap. In the end, people are people. A pastor, a priest, a rabbi, an imam is no more godly than any of you. If you know anything about the Bible, it says straight up, we are all sinners. And once you admit, believe, and choose God, only then will you be forgiven. This is, I get it. For those that are like, Eric, man, you're going on this Christian rant. I get why there are some of you aren't Christian or have a religious foundation. Because you see this and it hits you in the head and you're going, that doesn't make any sense. I know. I struggle with it every day, and all I can do is call my pastor out and stand in the parking lot with him and tell him, you failed us. You had a job to do, and you laid down because it was convenient and easy for you. Screw everybody else and the big picture in the Bible and the whole point of gathering and spreading the word. That's the point of church, to educate. But then you take it away, and you're like, cool with it. And then I said so we literally had a pastor come out and just say, you know, we know numbers down. They're way down everywhere. People, they saw it and they got fed up and they're pissed off. And maybe they're finding another means, or they are watching a church on some other part of the country on YouTube. That's fine. That's good. Whatever works for you to stay connected, do it. If if your local failed you and you're looking at all of them going, why why would I support you? You didn't support us when we needed you. I have pastors that live on my street and not once. Was I visited? Just saying, what, what else are you supposed to do? You're a pastor. I mean, don't even get me started that they live in my neighborhood. You know, California, my neighborhood's running anywhere between 500 and a million dollars in real estate. Just saying, I get it. I don't get it, but I, I see why people get frustrated with all this. And that's my point is you can't let the people affect you. You have to find your way because without God, we don't have much of a shot. Freedom of speech. I got a clip from the red-headed devil herself. We're going to play it, and I'm going to talk about it. So she's asked by a reporter to kind of lead up, because you can kind of hear the question, but you kind of can't. Asked about the White House and connection with social media companies on restricting the flow of information and dealing with misinformation. How does the White House feel about all this?
1: Uh, Well, first, we are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms, uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, Given as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government. Uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. <coughs> we're working with doctors and medical <coughs> professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular, with popular, who are popular with their audiences, with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. We also created the COVID-19, the COVID community Corps to get factual information into the hands. Of local messengers. And we're also investing, uh, as you'll have seen, in the presidents, the vice presidents, and Dr. Fauci's time in meeting with influencers who also have large reaches to a lot of these target audiences who can spread and share accurate information. You saw an example of that uh, yesterday. I believe that video will be out tomorrow. I think that was your question, Steve, yesterday. I did a full follow up there.
0: Is anything more obvious and blatant than that? Your government is controlling content and is deeming what is a fact versus what is not. They decide. This is science forever changing when she's talking about COVID and so forth. I bring you damn near every week new information that shows you they don't know. But they're out there screaming from the top of their lungs that if you agree with Eric or medical professionals or scientists, remember, last week alone I showed you where scientists are arguing with scientists about COVID. So half of these educated scientists are misinformers, spreading propaganda and misinformation. What other country censors its people? I'll sit back. You try and figure that one out. What other country censors its people and only allows them to see what they want them to see and makes everything else disappear? Um, China. You all realize that the movies made now are made for China. They are to get approval for the material put forth on film. And China sees, and they will let the studios know, no, do not do that. We don't want that in there. And the studios change it to meet Chinese propaganda standards. Not because any of these people outside China that are in the studio film business care about their actual film projects. They don't. They care about money. You know, these are Marxist socialist Democrats, right? That hate capitalism, but boy, do they embrace it in your face. You want me to remove that scene? You want me to change that word? You want me to do, I'll do that because there's billions of dollars in opportunity for these projects to make money in China. And then we get whatever they decide. They're not going to do like five cuts. So they're going to get the money there. They're going to get the money here. and We're going to go to the damn studio. And we're going to watch some Chinese propaganda piece of crap. That's where we're at. They don't care at all. You've got Facebook still out there. Twitter still out there. Deciding. People that have a high school education and making 12, 15 bucks an hour. Deciding what is okay to say and what is not. There is no freedom of speech on your social media. None. And once podcasts become even bigger and bigger, it's the biggest and fastest growing media market in the world. How do you know? Because everybody out there wants to be the next Joe Rogan. Everybody. You've got celebrities that have radio shows and and now they're mixing everything. Now I got both. Mix up the audience. Double down. Wait till they come after that. Like I said, I don't put my stuff on Google. I don't put my stuff on Apple. Does it hurt me? Sure. But I won't let them control me. And if Spotify does it, then I guess we find another way. But Spotify doesn't. Spotify actually seems to believe in free speech. And so far, so good. But this is all part of the game. Limit speech, track, and follow because people that are appointed by elected officials get to decide all this? The First Amendment says they can't, and we just sit back and let it happen. And I blame Republicans in Congress. They could file suit today, a year ago, 10 years ago, against social media, and take that sucker straight to the Supreme Court and drop the freaking hammer. But they don't do it. They may have R's and D's, but they all want the same thing. Power. Control. They're just going about it differently. And it just pisses me off. Because it's at the expense of everybody out there that listens. And those that should be listening. We are going to pay this price. And I'm trying to get you to understand, we need to do something about this. Medical choices. You got to get a shot. My son had a conversation with a Division II school yesterday. It's California school. He doesn't want to go to California more or less, but there are a couple of schools that are interested in him. And he's actually curious about schools. But once, when they talk, he just goes back to, I don't want to be here. The coach tells him, and this is not even, this is a private university. It's not even a Cal State or a UC. Okay. It's a private school. Actually, both of them are. And the one he was talking to yesterday says, you know, they're demanding, demanding, mind you, that all students get their shot before coming on campus. <laughs> I stopped her right in her tracks. So you're telling me my son doesn't have a choice because I am his father and he's only 17. And the science that's coming out, remember, none of this is FDA approved. None of it. All of them, all of the vaccines have FDA warnings. And the one that bothers me the most is the heart inflammation one. For kids under the age of 18, it affects them in upwards of 10%. So one out of 10 kid can have heart inflammation. And if you're an athlete, it's going to kill you just the way it's going to be because you won't see it coming. And she said, well, there are other means, you know, be it religious. And she starts naming little things. You see, if I didn't raise a stink right there, if my son wants to go to school in California, he's going to have to get a shot. Now, the schools that he's looking at, Oregon, Washington, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Texas, Virginia, they're not. They're private schools. They're like, no, do, don't. It's your choice. Thank you. You still believe in the Constitution. Nice. Masks. L.A. Because we have, they said there was a thousand people in LA County in, in beds, a thousand out of like eight and a half million of COVID. But they're all because they didn't get vaccine shots. Oh, really? Well, here's two people that got the shot and they're sick. You've got Rich Eisen, formerly of ESPN, back when it was good, he has his own morning radio show. Rich Eisen got the vaccine, he's sick. Gabriel Iglesias, you know, fluffy comedian, an enormous Hispanic. Comedian. He got the vaccine. He's sick. I'm guessing Fluffy's got a 50-50 shot, because this kills overweight people. And if you know who I'm talking about, you know Fluffy is packing on about 200 pounds more than he should. So I think he's funny. I like him. And I'll pray for him. But don't hold your breath. I said he's probably got a 50-50 shot. But he got the shot. And he's sick. Remember last week, that impassioned jack-off F. Chuck Todd of MSNBC talking about All you people out there that are getting sick is because you didn't get the shot. Everyone that's dying is because they don't have a shot. And I told you it was a freaking lie then. I'm telling you it's a freaking lie now. It doesn't discriminate. It'll go after the old, the infirm, the unhealthy, the overweight. It's what it's been doing. So you guys can take your shot, not take your shot. I don't care. I think the whole shot thing is a joke. So much so here's Kamala.
1: If the Trump administration approves a vaccine before or after the election, should Americans take it and would you take it? If the
2: public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I
0: should ta- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. That right there is hyperbole. If Trump says it, no, they started and caused all of this confusion and resistance. By resisting, just because it was the evil orange man. But if Fauci says it, remember, Fauci changes his mind more than the sun rises and sets. Every day, it's two, it's left, right, right, left, up, down, twice, not. Mask, triple mask, quadruple. he changes his mind. It is proven and documented. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing other than becoming the celebrity. Writing my book. I'm going to make a lot of money writing my book. Just watch. Who's going to buy it? Fanatics. They tell you not to take it. Now they're screaming, you got to take it or else. You got people talking about, hey, we need to make it difficult for them. This is the Surgeon General, by the way. We need to make it difficult for Americans that haven't gotten their vaccines. We, they need to be called out. They need to be tested twice a week. Oh, you're going to test me now? What country are we talking about? This is America, but it sure sounds like China. Remember China? Anal probe. Anal Schwab. We're going to stick an anal swab up your butt. So if I don't want to get a shot, you're going to stick one of those up my butt? You're not. But do you see where this is going? They're not just going to give up on any of this. I hope you understand it. They're going to go, well, you know, Eric said no, so I guess we don't do it. They're going to go door to door. They've already started. They're going door to door. Hello, I'm from the government. I'm here to give you your shot. Because our records show, what do you mean my records? How do you know about my records? We know everything. We're the government. Can we give you your shot now? No. What if I give you a hundred dollars? No. Like I said, all of that, and that couldn't cause any other problems at all. No scams. Nope. You've got this broad, I brought this email up. She's from the American Federation of Teachers. She's the president of this far left teacher union called Randy Weingarten. She got mad because Ron DeSantis during his reelection campaign has some gear out there that say, don't Fauci my Florida and a reference to Anthony Fauci who changes his position on policy quite often, she comes out and says, millions of Floridians are going to die because of Ron DeSantis. Okay, you know, so there's like 20 million people in Florida, so millions. So she's saying at least two. So she's got 10% of all of Florida is just going to die. The death rate on this thing is like 0.01. It's nothing. It's less than the flu. But here she is saying, Because she would know. I mean, God, if anyone would know, it would be a union president of teachers would have all the information at her fingertips and be, you know, educated. No, she's just a political hack. They're just political hacks lying to you to scare you. You're all going to die. Okay. Their passion to make sure we get these shots, I told you last week, scares the crap out of me. What is in this stuff? Why do I have to have it so bad? If it's so good and you've had it, what the hell are you worried about? Well, you know, Rich Eisen and Fluffy and tens of thousands of other people that have gotten the shots of getting sick too. Shh, we don't talk about that. Well, I do. I will point it out. I will show you. You could look up those two names, Rich Eisen, E-I-S-E-N, Fluffy, and put COVID news and it'll pop right up. Vaccinated but sick. Millions are going to die. I won't take the damn shot if Trump says so. Oh, but I'm supposed to because you say so. You and your potato president can't get through a speech, let alone a couple sentences, without cackling like an idiot or having a 10 to 15 second gap because your brain cells, called dementia, just vacated the premises for about 10 to 15 seconds. Are you kidding me? These people are so transparent. You just got to trust what you're seeing. They're lying to you if their lips are moving. Capitalism. We all know that's the worst thing, except for all these people that are getting rich off of it. Nike. You know, I mentioned this last week. I kind of gave a little zinger without an explanation because I thought maybe some of you might know or like I laid out now for a teaser. Nike. You go, Team Kaepernick. And I quote from the CEO, John Donahoe Nike is a brand of China and for China. You got that? Nike is not an American company that cares about America. Nike cares about China. Capitalism is horrible, but they can make more money by expanding their market to China while crapping on America. But Americans out there are so stupid and clueless, they'll buy Nike crap. Look at all the universities. When my son and I, we go make visits and we have conversations with coaches, my son asks, do I get to pick my own running gear? Because I'm not going to wear Nike. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you want to wear New Balance, Asics, whatever you like, you wear. Happy to do it. Their uniforms might have the swoosh on it or the Adidas or whatever. That's what it comes from. Okay, I'd rather you chose like Under Armour or something like that. There are very few out there that aren't kissing the proverbial ass of China. You know, Nike goes out there and spends... Something like, I think it was hundreds of millions, might have been close to a billion dollars for a new track stadium. You may have seen it if you watched any of the track and field trials leading up to the Olympics here up in Oregon, University of Oregon in Eugene. They had this amazing field called Hayward Field, classic, historical. They built this monstrosity called the New Hayward, and it's flat out unbelievable. It's just a track and field stadium. It seats like twenty five, twenty eight thousand, 28,000, but expands to forty. It's got underground stuff, but it's just spectacular. Nike kicked in for that. But the founder of Nike is where most of that money came from because he's left and he still makes a bank and he was always an Oregon guy. So he reinvested into the school. But, you know, Nike's name's all over it because he was a Nike guy. It's the hypocrisy of it all. Look what we did. They didn't really do it. But look what we did. But We're all about China, just like sports. But you got Amazon and Home Depots and things like that that are made and have made and will continue to make eight. Killing on this epidemic, growing market share leaps and bounds over everything local because you couldn't go, can't go in. Got to wear this, got to have shit, whatever. Blah blah blah. You want to save this country in capitalism? Buy local. Don't buy from Amazon because it's easy and convenient. Remember, you're spoiled. Stop it. You used to get in a car and drive somewhere. You used to make a list like, "Well, I got to get this, this, and this," so we got to go here, here, and here. I know gas is four bucks a gallon. Well, guess what? Those planes and trucks they drive everywhere, they're paying. The freight is going to go through the roof. It's just a matter of time. As market share grows, Amazon will raise its, we'll give it to you for free if you spend, what is it now? I think it's like 49 bucks, 50 bucks or something like that. Or if you got your prime, they'll raise that. All of a sudden, if you have prime, then it's got to be 50. And if you don't have prime, well, it's going to be $200 free freight. They got to make their money. You can't just ignore the cost to move product. It gets absorbed into the cost of the product. Capitalism. But buying from these big conglomerates, if if this country is to flip and the Marxists and the communists and socialists they win and they defeat capitalism. What do you think is going to happen to Home Depot and Walmart and Amazon? I will tell you what happens in Cuba, Venezuela, and China, and back in the Soviet Union in the day, they absorb it. It is now not just Amazon.com, it's just gov.com. It's your new bread and milk, and eggs line. That's where you're at. By the way, ransom. Remember the potato? Chairman Joe spoke out and said, you know, I sat down and I gave him these targets of not to attack. So what did they do? I don't know if you've heard, but in the last week, over a thousand corporations in this country were attacked by the same ransomware. Demands to be released from the ransomware was upwards of $70 million and counting. What has the potato done? Nothing. Not a thing. No backlash, no speech, no conversations. He was asked and he says, I'll do with it. He was very obtuse about the whole thing. Just, I told you, he doesn't care. This breaks the system from within. Education, we've talked about CRT, unions. It's out of control. I've got a clip from this batshit crazy Iowa teacher. These women and teachers are everywhere. This is what's bullshit. Today is the first time our country
1: has recognized Juneteenth, as a national holiday, and yet I'm getting ready to go back to school in the fall, and my governor has put into place some ridiculous legislation that many governors across the country have put into place, such as I can't teach anything divisive, I can't teach critical race theory, and I can't teach about racial equity. This is at all public schools. Colleges and universities. So, teachers, <clears throat> in the past, we've been activists. After this shit show of last year, we really need to stand up and do what's right for our kids right now. So, this is a call to action, teachers. we got to stand up and fight for our kids because this is bullshit. We can't lie to them. The other thing that my governor has mandated for next year... That every classroom, it's mandatory that we all have an American flag, and it is mandatory that we all do the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. You're going to be hearing from me a lot
0: next year. Can you believe that? She's in front of your children, and every school district in this country has more than one of these in it. You all know it. You might be it. Doesn't want an American flag, doesn't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance. She hates her country. She's just like the rest of them. They hate this country. You can leave. No one's putting a gun to your head say, go be a teacher in Iowa. Go away. Go teach somewhere else. If you're so in the mood of dealing with the black community or if that's your thing, because she mentioned Juneteenth, you're more than welcome to go to Africa. Teach someone in Africa. Knock yourself out. Make a difference. Tell them how evil and horrible we are. That's all she's doing. You know, voting rights. 28 states and counting are passing bills to update, clean up voter registration, because they're supposed to. But this is just another way. You're know, the less you oppressing none of these bills, and we've talked about this, is oppressing anybody. It makes it easier. In Delaware, that is the <coughs> slave state of Joe Biden. If you don't know, he used to say that Delaware was a slave state. You know how many days early you can vote in Delaware? Where he's from. And represented for, you know, depending on what year you ask him, it was 280 years, 170 years, 50 years. He doesn't know how long he's been, but he's, you know, he's just been around forever. Delaware, you can't vote early zero days. You can't. In Texas, you have 14 days with this new bill to vote early. There are simple and commonsensical policies put in place that you can't do just these dumps of ballots. That you do have to have an ID. Oh, my God, you have to have an ID. I got clips. Here's Kamala and Chairman Joe. Is agreeing to voter ID one of those compromises that you'd support? I don't think
2: that we should underestimate what that could mean. Because in some people's mind, that means, well, you're going to have to um, Xerox or are photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities who don't, there's no kinkos, there's no office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID laws, be clear about who you have in mind and what would be required of them to prove who they are. Of course people have to prove who they are, but not in a way that makes it it almost impossible for them to prove who they are. All
1: told, more than 150 Americans of every age, of every race, of every background, exercise their right to vote.
0: Whoa, wait, what is that?
1: All told, more than 150 Americans.
0: Wow, that many. More,
1: more than 150 Americans.
0: More than 150 Americans.
1: More than 150 Americans exercise their right to vote.
0: So the first clip is obviously the vice president, Willie Brown's girlfriend. So Kamala's out there. A month ago, two months ago, when Georgia passed its voter ID laws that had over 75% state support, and then baseball said, yeah, we're going to pull the All-Star game out and all that nonsense. Congratulations on those ratings, boys. That was a smart move. Uh, by the way, they were horrible. She said that the black people of Atlanta and Georgia in toll were too stupid to get an ID. Said that. Now, because Texas is doing it, White people in rural Texas are too stupid to get themselves a photocopy. They don't know what a copy machine or scanner is. There ain't, no, there ain't no Office Depot or Kinko's out there. Uh-uh. We just got ourselves cows. Do, do you guys hear what these people say? They think they're freaking stupid, says the stupid people. Don't have a Kinko's. And then you got the Potato. Chairman Joe, 150 people voted, of all ages. Did you hear that? Of all ages. Of all ages. That may explain how he won, I guess, because he's taking ballots from 8-year-olds and 4-year-olds and 7-year-olds and 12-year-olds and 15-year-olds. An ID. You need one to drive a car. You need one to board a plane at an airport. You need one to rent a car. You need one when you go to a medical facility to use their services and or Use your medical insurance. You have to prove who you are. When you buy tickets to a sporting event and you go to pick them up, you have to have ID. Same thing if you will call tickets and buy them online want to go to Disneyland and you show up to get your tickets, you have to have ID. You know when you go through a drive through these days, they can take your ATM card right there, credit card? You know what most of them ask you? Can I see your ID? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not too hard for anybody. To have one, to make a copy and to prove who the hell you are. But this is the hyperbole. Let's make something out of nothing. Let's call everyone racist. And all this does is make it right and fair, which 75% of the country, a majority of minority people that are of color, support the bills. But not the communists, the Marxists, and the socialists. They do not. That's how they lose their power. because. It's out there. There's no holding back. Rush Limbaugh used to say for decades that they never revealed their true intentions and game plan, that they don't, that you really got to pay attention. You got to see what's going and what they say today and what they say in six months and so forth. And you can see it's the old situation of you get a pot of water, you put a frog in it, then you turn up the heat and the frog won't jump out and it'll just die and boil to death because it'll never feel that difference. It's that time of heating up the water. That's what they're doing to all of us. We are the frog. But if you take a hot pot of water and just throw the frog in there, frog's gonna jump out. We're now at the point if the water is almost a boiling, and if you haven't figured it out, I hope you get you jump in and you jump right out because this is what I'm talking about. It's not enough to just listen. You got to do something about it. The border, we all know, the border is under attack. Two hundred thousand a month are coming across the border. They're catching a small percentage in the Del Rio sector. It has spiked to a nine hundred and eleven percent. Increase in illegal immigrant traffic. Totally fine. Remember, Kamala, she went down to the border. No, she didn't. She went to El Paso and stayed at the airport. She never left the airport. She didn't go to any facilities. She was at the airport. She never went to the border. She was at the airport. Our military under attack. It is more important that we teach them about social justice and how most of you people in the military, they're white, that you're all evil and you're oppressing everybody, than it is to teach them tactics and teach them how to run equipment. You all do remember in the last couple of years, we've had two U.S. warships collide with other ships. We had a huge amphibious ship down in San Diego catch fire and burn, Just I'd say to the ground, because it did sink. So it did burn to the ground. Billions of dollars right there. Boop, gun. The U.S. Army is now considering changing its physical requirements because they find out that they had requirements for men, had requirements for women. Then they said, okay, the women can't do those requirements, so we got to lower everything. So they lowered it down to where Gabriel Iglesias, you know, fluffy, could pass. That's what we want. We want 400-pound Mexicans that can only eat but can't do anything else in the Army protecting us. Yeah, that's what I want. So they lowered the standards. And then 50% of the women couldn't even meet that standard. So now it's under consideration that they're going to put the men back to the men and the women are going to raise the bar and they're going to thin the herd because the herd is weak and soldiers, airmen, sailors, Marines are going to die because the person next to them cannot perform the most physical, basic function because they are female and they cannot, they do not have the bones. They do not have the muscle. They don't. So reality is slapping everybody in the face, but the military is completely under attack. It's all political now, and the Pentagon cannot wait to get us into a war. Remember, you could protest. In the summer last year, you could protest, block traffic, loot, burn buildings, attack people, shoot people. In the name of social justice and the BLM movement was completely okay. Hi, this is the reporter from CNN, and just because I'm in the streets of Minneapolis, there's nothing going on here. It's absolutely clear. Oh, ignore everything behind me burning and all the shooting. No, that's not happening. We are totally fine here. Thank you. Back to you in the studio. That literally happened, which takes me to January 6th, the insurrection, the greatest threat to our democracy. People, you know, somebody's in therapy. You know her name. She was only a mile away in a totally different building. Never came into physical or could even hear anything going on, but she was, she being the bartender. You got people comparing 9-11 and saying, this was way worse, way worse. Okay, so um, Ashley Babbitt was murdered. No one will tell us why or how or who did it. She was unarmed. All of the protesters were unarmed. I'm going to help you with this. On January 6th, not one person, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds have been arrested. Not one Person has been charged with treason, insurrection, nothing. They've been charged with trespassing, you know, these misdemeanor things. None of them have been charged with treason. None. 9-11, over 3,000 people were killed. This country watched in horror on TV almost 20 years ago, crying, angry, stunned. I don't even know what the actual adjective would be that could really put that in honest perspective. America was terrified and pissed off all at the same time. Who did it and why? But January 6th was the worst thing ever because Biden says so. Says it all the time. And It was so bad that a representative, a house rep, her name is Joyce Betty, Beatty, maybe Beatty, black lady. She led an insurrection this week. She were protesters outside the Senate building talking about voter rights. She grabbed them and brought them on inside the Senate and they were all arrested by the Capitol Police. Well, well, she's a black woman. How come she gets arrested? Wait, I thought it was a crime on January 6th. It was the worst thing ever. And this broad just did it. A politician didn't invite anyone in. He could say, well, Trump said Trump said to fight back and stand up. He didn't say, grab your stuff and do whatever. People do what people do. And again, I'll remind you, a couple of hundred people stormed it. Well, tens of thousands outside did not. And they had no weapons. No one's been charged with anything. Not even those couple of capital police people that died. A lot of them had pre-existing conditions. One had a heart attack. I've gone through all that. Listen to past episodes. That's a reality. So it's okay in the name of chaos, anarchy, and communism to protest, but to protest against that and to stand up for the Constitution, democracy—that is intolerable. Okay. Police. What else you got to say about that? Defund the police. The Washington Post. Fact checks. I've got a clip. Play Okay, now, Washington Post fact checker calling out the White House for its claims that
2: Republicans were defunding the police, giving three Pinocchios to the administration's talking point. The Post finding, quote, although Republicans all oppose Biden's
0: COVID relief package, no one voted to cut or defund anything, end quote. So for those of you that weren't aware, for a couple of weeks there, just recently, the White House, the media, we're all claiming, no, Republicans want to defund the police. Look, look, look. That was a talking point. They literally went there. When all of the bartenders and and the White House and all, every liberal senator and congressman out there are screaming, you know, the mayors, the city council members, defund the police, take it away, screw the police, scrub, scrub, scrub. They now saying, oh, those Republicans are actually the ones doing it. Right. So for the last year, I've been hearing every liberal in this country screaming, you didn't hear that. Republicans voted no on a bill that had to do with COVID. And they slip that in there, and they just say, well, see, you're against that. (laughs) Sure. Again, I'll remind you that the police forces across the country are not federally funded, so anything voted in the House and Senate to uh, increase funding for police doesn't go to any local PDs. Doesn't. That's what your taxes locally go for. But they want a federal stormtrooper police force. Germans called it the SS. KGB in Russia. It's a thing coming to a city near you. I've told you about all the restrictions put on cops. Here's one that came out today. Another one for Illinois. It's a bill that passed today. I I can't even believe it. The police are no longer allowed to lie to youth. So people under the age of 18 when interrogating and trying to get information to solve crimes. So a standard tactic is, Jimmy, I got Tommy in the other room and Tommy is spilling his guts. Tommy may, he may not even be in the room. He doesn't know. He's isolated. That's a tactic so that Jimmy will go, no, 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 no. Tommy did it. Tommy did that. And there we go. That's how these things are handled. They can't do that anymore in Illinois. Coming to a city near you. Traditional marriage. (laughs) Marriage is marriage. Under God, defined in the Bible, the government found a way to make money on decades ago and decided, hey, let's make it a government thing. I am married under God, not under the state of California. I don't give a crap about the state of California and its authority that it's been self-given. Same-sex marriage? I don't believe in it. It's not a marriage. I've been down that road for decades talking about why that's a sham. And it's a union. You want to you have a relationship and a union? Knock yourself out. It is not a marriage. What you two lesbians or you two gay gentlemen have is not the same as what my wife and I have. For umpteenth reasons. It is not the same, but they attack it. I'm horrible because I married a woman and my wife is horrible because she married a man. Gender. It's men and women, male, female, biologically and scientifically. You know, those same standards you apply to COVID that, you know, they're debating amongst themselves because they know half of it's political and half of them are like, we know you're being political about this, but we're looking at gender. Well, there's Binary and not binary I don't even know. Pansexuals and I just, it's only, it's a, just a word with sexual, and, you know, after it. Okay? Mental health is a problem in this country and in this planet. People think they can marry their dog and should be allowed to. People think they should be able to marry as many women as they want. Same-sex marrying. I, I don't consider myself this or that. I like everything. I'm bi. I'm whatever. You're confused. You're in pain. Something in your life is upset you to react in this way. God gave you free will. And there's those that abuse it, which is all of us. And there's those that really abuse it. You're going to have some explaining to do. And I hope at one point in your life, you will accept and find God. And until that moment happens, it's not forgiven. That's just the way it is. That's the way it's written. People go, well, the Bible's just, the Bible is a book of history over 2000 years old. Do you understand that? It's a history book talking about Egypt, Israel, and Syria, and Jordan, all that area over there. It's a history. Jesus Christ was real. His disciples were real. They wrote about him. They went out. They found the courage to speak up. And yes, all of them died at the hands of those that disagreed with them. If you believe in it, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. I'd love to say this is going to be a a sweet little transformation and kumbaya. We're going to hug it out. And they're playing for blood. They're playing for your blood. We are being dared every day to stand up and strike back just so they can say, hi, I told you, see, see, they're killers. They're wrong. They want to take over the government. They want to destroy the democracy, the democracy. They are standing in everything I've gone through today in past episodes to destroy the very democracy. They lie to you about. They don't want a democracy. Why did the legislators of Texas just take off? They abandoned the democracy that said you got to vote. Well, I don't like the way it's going to go, so I'm going to take my ball and go home. So they run to dad in Washington, D.C., who gives them their full support. You want to know how many votes the potato in his 270, 80 years of being a senator? His words. Yeah, he skipped out on, was none. Win, lose, or draw, you just vote. You don't like it? Get people to vote your party in. Cheat like, you know, the rest of the Democrat Party does. But running away, I don't like it. Democrats are the eternal four-year-old. You're not playing the way I want you to play, so I'm going now. You're a jerk. You're a poo-poo head. There's an actress. I got to read this to you. A dude is up for an Emmy Award for Best Lead Actress in a Drama Series. The series is called I Feel So Seen. Never heard of it. No idea what channel or what it is. And frankly, don't care. Maybe that's why. But a biological male is up for the award for lead actress. MJ Rodriguez was born a biological male, but now identifies as a female following a gender transition. I don't know if it was a complete transition or just got some silicone implants to play with and some hormones. I don't know. I don't care. But just like with the beauty contest, now women... Can't even win an award that nobody even cares about, that only they care about, that justifies their life for an Emmy. And a dude's going to win because you will be an anti-tranny whatever if he doesn't win. And it's a he. Two sexes. Boy, girl. There's, there's a clip. we will play it for you. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the tip. You got all that? That's it. Tucking it, cutting it off, installing one, I guess, doesn't change your biology. When you're dead and buried and they dig you up in a thousand years, they're going to identify you as a male if you were born a male. And they will identify you as a female if you're born a female. Your mental state does not come into play in this at all. You are just Looney Tunes. Sorry, but you are. I suggest and hope and pray that you get help. Before you do something, because like I've said, there's interview after interview of people that have gone through these surgeries and then had them reversed and are a hot mess. And wish somebody would have spoken up and gotten to them sooner, they wouldn't listen anyway. But that's what they think they needed. Versus all the encouragement to, you just be you. You feel it, you be it. Because I'm going to remind you all that when, and, and if this country does fall to socialism, communism, or Marxism, You all are the first ones to be removed from the equation. You just look at the history of how homosexuals, trannies, whatever you want to call it, have been treated by those governments. It don't go well for you. It falls into heterosexuality. If you're a heterosexual, you are somehow evil. You're wrong. I'm just being me, as God intended me to be. I'm not smart enough or good enough or whatever it is to challenge him. He's right. I am just his creation. That has free will and didn't cave and look at the easy road or the fun road or the cool road or the hip road or I'm going to make a statement road. No, I just, just a dad raising a family in America as best I can in a world of insanity. But being a heterosexual is not a bad thing. It's the only thing and embracing it does not make you bad. And if you feel bad, you need to toughen up because what other people think doesn't matter only matters what God and what he thinks. Are you living up to his standards? Non-binary and pansexual and homosexual and whatever sexual out there, you're not. Because you're mad. Because you feel a certain way. You're going to stick your nose up, tell God to pound it. Good luck with that. Because you're not hurting me. You're only hurting yourself. You're continuing the cycle that caused you to feel this way and to do these things. You're going to be held accountable. Just is. You don't get to avoid that line. Our economy completely under attack on purpose. Let's raise taxes. Let's print more money without any financial backing to give it any strength. Let's find ways for jobs not to be filled because we're going to pay you welfare and we're going to pay you unemployment benefits and we're going to give you all this stuff. Whether you're an illegal immigrant, a poor person, hell, California just signed a bill. It was unanimous. Even the Republicans said, go for it completely unanimous not one person said no there's now going to be a minimum income if you don't make it we're going to send you between 500 and $1000 a month well oh, that isn't going to be a hot mess people aren't going to scam that and have more kids filing and lying about their IDs because IDs don't mean anything and then it's collecting 5 grand and 10 grand and 20 grand a month no nope, that's not going to happen you want to know what's coming to a city near you you look to California that's why I talk about California i live in this hot mess I see what they do. So there you go. That's happening. I got a clip. I've been playing these clips for you week after week for last month. CNN talking about inflation.
1: Under the bombshell reading from May, core inflation that strips out food and energy, that rose 3.8%. That's the fastest pace since 1992. Overall, in May, consumer prices rose 5% over the year, the biggest jump since August 2008. You know, prices have been rising everywhere you look. You've seen it. Used car prices at a record high. Airline fares are rising. The price of paint and toilet paper going up. Drivers are paying more at the pump with summer road trips in full swing. Your next cup of coffee, by the way, could be more expensive.
0: I've talked about this for the last several weeks. Inflation is real. The federal government said that we were looking at a 3% for the year and it was only temporary. And I told you what I, what I thought about temporary. Temporary what? A week? A month? A year? Ten years? Everything is Temporary. Until it's not, and it reverts back. So this could be temporary for 100 years. And then in 101 years, prices come back down because we got our heads on right. We had an uprising. Who knows? It was over 5% two months ago. Now we're almost to four for another month. So you realize that by year end, we're well going to be in double digits. Just three. The guys in charge of the Federal Reserve and the bank that run all this, don't worry about it. We're going to be in double digits. We're real close to double digits now. And we're in July. Nothing to see here. Guns. (laughs) This has been under attack for 100 years. Communism and socialism does not thrive or have a chance if the citizenry have weapons. In America, we got a lot. Perfectly legal citizens acquiring perfectly legal weapons for their personal use. And you got a jackass like Keith Oberman who comes out and says this. Why doesn't the Second Amendment have the word OWN in it? Why does it not say the right to OWN guns, or an any synonym for OWN? Why does it just say, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Keep and bear, not OWN. Keep doesn't mean OWN, bear doesn't mean OWN. Just another fascist who has access to private security when he's working back in the day at MSNBC, and I think he worked at CNN for a little bit, armed security guards on site protecting them. It doesn't say you can own them. It doesn't say you can own them. How infantile. Keep and bear arms, dumbass. I keep my weapons and I bear them when I damn well feel like it. So I do own my weapons. It is the same thing, dumbass. If I can't own it, how do I keep it? How? Oh, I forget. Guns have mind of their own, legs and arms, and they just walk around and show up at places. This is just another example of another fascist idiot who wants guns to protect him from the likes of you. And I've been telling you and I'll tell you again. If you don't have firearms, you need to go to a local gun range and learn and take a class, all the classes you need to feel comfortable to properly handle, maintain, and operate a weapon. That shoots bullets. I don't care if it's a shotgun, a handgun, a rifle. I don't care. Whatever you're comfortable with. Get it. You're going to need them. When they scream louder that they want you to not have a weapon, it makes it easier for the communists, the socialists, and the Marxists to do whatever the hell they want. Because there will be no resistance. 60 million Chinese were murdered. Some of them had weapons. Soviet Union. Lenin. Marx millions! They killed more of their own people than Hitler killed. Have you ever watched the movie called Enemy at the Gates? That is communism. If you have not seen it, I'll just give you the opening scene. Boats are coming across the river, and they're trying to build up their troop force to resist the Nazis in Leningrad. Okay, The boss's hometown. They called him the boss. Lenin. So Stalin's trying to defend it. Troops come across. These are just farm boys and whatever. These just guys and girls. They give them a Crappy little uniform, one person's given a gun, the guy behind him's given bullets. They didn't have enough weapons. They were then a whistle was blown, and they'd charge the Nazis that were dug in and had cover, and they'd go running down the streets filled with rubble If the man in front of you falls, pick up the weapon and continue the push and they did, and they're gunned down and machine gunned down and just slaughtered, slaughtered, slaughtered. They didn't have guns to say no, they were just they were just battlefield banter. Just just, just something to throw at it, to slow down the, the Nazis. They weren't even human. Get a firearm. Learn how to use it. Get comfortable with it. And it, may, and it probably will take time for some that have never had one. There's nothing to be afraid of. The business end, you just point the other way. Keep the caliber small. Work your way up. Don't go grab no Desert Eagle 50 caliber. Watch videos on YouTube. You'll see men and women. The gun is so powerful, it, it kicks right between the eyes and splits their head wide open. Knocks them right on their ass takes a full-on grown man to shoot one of those things and not knock yourself out don't do that owning weapons is your second amendment right I don't give a crap if Keith Oberman or any of his ilk and the fascists like them care i don't you want to come take my gun you better bring plenty with you because that's the only way you got a chance to get mine. Only way we're going to wrap up on uh, the attacks with energy. We were once energy independent oh so long ago a year ago we were producing more natural gas, and petroleum than we needed. Now we've shut down as much as we could in pipelines, in drilling, processing that we now have to import. We tell Russia, it's all good. We've lifted the embargoes. You can build your pipelines. You can control Europe. We're going to need some of that, by the way. These are the people that are attacking us on the cyber side every day. So let's we'll just keep sending them more money, lose our own control because it comes down to it. You know, it's all about climate change. They use that fanatical reasoning. I mean, you know, the planet's been dying for 50 years, and every 10 years we're going to be dead. We've gone over this. Earth is fine. Earth will survive and process all of our nastiness. It may flick us off. That's why we have natural disasters. That's why we have pandemics. Did you ever think for a second that maybe God's just trying to remind us to get a grip, not be so self-absorbed? The picture that you're painting of yourself, it's much bigger than just you it's hot here in the states it's flooding over in europe and next year it'll reverse and then it'll just be nice oh my god it almost broke the record in death valley it was like 132 yeah the record's 134 and it still hasn't been broken we've gone through nearly a dozen ice ages on this planet all of which happened before humanity even started showing up and walking How do you explain all that? How does the earth freeze and then warm and freeze and then warm? And there isn't one factory, one petroleum plant, one automobile on the planet. How did that happen? Um, Could it have something to do with uh, our sun? Oh, by the way, one of the biggest solar flares just happened like a week ago. Is there a connection? I don't know. It got really hot here in the States. They mentioned it happened, but they kind of leave it at that. Because could the science be a little inconvenient to what they claim to be the truth? Could it? I don't know. But you look up at the sun, you go outside in the daytime, and you're like, "Well, it's warm today." You go out at night and the sun's down, like, "Oh, it's cool today." Well, the sun controls something. Climate change is just the reality. Hot, dry, cold, wet—just does. We live in Southern California. It's a desert. We don't have any water. It's a desert, but we don't have any water. Because you let it all roll into the San Francisco Bay. All of it. What do you expect? You don't keep any of it. We haven't built a reservoir in this state in 30 plus years. Not one. I take that back. They did build the one down at, uh, in Paris, California, Southern California. It's for San Diego called uh, the Diamond, Diamond Lake Reservoir, I believe. Okay, you built one in the middle of the desert that's fed from the Colorado River. Okay. Thank you, San Diego. Thanks you. We could use about 50 more. Maybe 100. Retaining water, fish, birds, animals, all these things you claim to love. Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> just dumbasses. You know, this big push. Everything's got to be electric. We want electric cars. We, I have a clip. I'm not even going to play it because it's just ridiculous. We'll put it on social media. We have two idiots from the Biden administration getting in a Chevy Bolt And driving around talking about, well, you know, I have one of these, I lease it, and I also lease solar panels, and I'm so special, and I'm just electric. (laughs) The Bolt is under recall because they catch fire, too. So, battery-powered cars are exploding. Mm. Knock yourselves out. You want a Chevy Bolt? You want a Tesla? Go for it. When your autonomous driving vehicle crashes and kills people, yourself included, I hope the people that you injure and their families sue the crap out of you and Tesla and Chevy and every other piece of crap out there. Electric is not the solution. If you're in California, it's a problem. You can't plug them in. It's too hot. Our grid's taxed. We import in California electricity from Arizona, Oregon, Washington. We import it. Oh, you know, oh, the fires. We have hardly any fires in California right now. They're calling it the West. Yeah, most of the big fires are in Oregon and Canada. So, whatever. But power lines that, you know, start the fires. That's what we use. We have to transmit the energy. And instead of just having it here and not having these transmission lines causing a fire, no, 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 no. Shut it all down. No nuclear plants. Shut them down. Natural gas. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. I was watching uh, Fox News the other day and there was a commercial promoting, get a free smart thermostat now and we will take care of everything for you. We'll save the grid. If you're stupid enough to put a smart thermometer in your house, that means... Those utilities, (laughs) government controls it. And if they feel like turning your temperature to 84 degrees, they'll turn it to 84 degrees and there's nothing you can do about it. But I'm dying. It's hot, tough, tough. You don't get a say in the matter. And if you don't have a say in the matter, is that a loss of freedom? I have solar panels on my roof. I paid for them. I don't lease them. I own those suckers. They've paid for themselves. My house at the moment, and it's coming up on noon on Friday. And I think it's about what? 95 degrees outside. It's 73 degrees inside and the thermostat won't even kick on really till about three o'clock when it will drop down to 72, 71. And my electric bill for the year will be about 800 bucks. I use a little more. I don't want to produce because they don't pay me to overproduce. So screw them. I'll just have a little $800 bill. No big deal. But they don't want you driving. They don't want you comfortable. You all live in houses way too big. They want to control everything. And I think just going through the list, um, there's got to be almost 20 on there that I talked about today that are under attack. Attack on you and your freedom, your opportunities. They're everywhere. They're going after everything. It's all in the open now. I'm going to read an email from a young lady named, I'm going I'm to butcher her name, but it's Yanomi Park. She is a North Korean who defected. I mentioned her in the past. She attended schools in the Ivy League, Columbia and I think Yale. And she had quite the observation about that experience and how oppressive and North Korean-esque it was, telling you what to think and how to think. When we all thought you were going to a university to learn to think for yourself. But no, as we've all come to find out, it's even in preschool and on now, that they're just after your children. Teach the young and the stupid to continue to be stupid. But she, we're going to put it, I'll put it on the, the social media so you can see it. And then she's got a video, but she was on Fox Business tonight, earlier this week. She shared a story of being sold into slavery as a 13-year-old for less than $300 after fleeing to China, only to later find freedom in Mongolia. Meanwhile, Democratic Congresswoman Cory Bush... I don't think I mentioned her earlier, but she tweeted on Independence Day that black Americans are not free. And uh, she said she was very dishonest. So much so, I will share the email. Black Americans are like, yo, bitch, you don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Straight up, you ain't free? You're more free than any white person I know. And these are black people telling her this. Park pointed out the irony of Americans complaining about U.S. government and operations, but never actually leave the states unlike park herself who was forced to flee north korea to save her own life in north korea it was actually an oppressive regime that's why i escaped with my life i did everything i can to be free and escaped these people who complain of how oppressive and systematically corrupt this country is they are not leaving you do realize that right they can go anywhere they can go to cuba they can go to cuba today venezuela today china today They can drop their citizenship and become a citizen of any of those countries today. They have the freedom here to do that. Park also mentioned her worry for increased censorship on social media by American companies and warned silencing free speech puts the nation on a trajectory toward North Korean thinking. It is very alarming, she said. The media's censorship is unthinkable. If we don't stop, we're going to end up like North Koreans. Our education system is brainwashing our children to make them think that this country is racist, and make them believe that they are victims. It's time for us to fight back. Otherwise, it might be too late for us to bring the glory of this country back. (sighs) Do you people pay attention to what I'm telling you, to what I share with you? A young woman had the courage to escape North Korea. She was a slave to Chinese people at the age of 13. She escaped to Mongolia, made her way here, found freedom. She got educated and was astonished to find the communism and the radical fascism going on in the institutions. Spoke out, fought. She's fighting for you. And you can't listen to a podcast. You can't get involved. You can't share it with somebody else that'll share with somebody else. You can't pass on a message. But a girl from North Korea can. She values this country more than you? That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm calling you all out. What are you going to do? This young woman faced a hell that you, I pray, will never, ever have to. But if we stay quiet and we lay down and we don't say anything and we don't get our own weapons and we don't speak up and we don't stand up for what's right, your future, your children's future, your grandchildren's future is her past. That's what you're laying down. For these animals, where are you going to go? Because I know she asks herself, if America falls, where is she going to go? Canada? Churches are closed. They're burning down churches in Canada, and nobody in Canada gives a crap. The police are not investigating. They're going to go to Mexico? Go serve the cartels? Where are you going to go? If you're not going to stand up here, where the hell are you going to go? A North Korean woman. You know me park has more balls than most of this country. We use terms like cowboy up, man up. They're just words. They're just words. Where do we start? You start with God. You start with the Bible. It is your guide to success in life. Have a conversation with a pastor. Doesn't hurt anything. Ask a question. Start a conversation. What can you do? What don't you understand? Maybe they can help you. And some of it you won't understand. Some of it they don't understand. There's feelings and thoughts and, you know, trying to lay out context. But the way is in the Bible. It just is. That Bible has over 2,000 years of information and history in it. God started with Adam and didn't want him to be alone and gave him Eve and told him, you can do anything you want here in the garden. Just don't take anything off that tree. Eve took something off the tree. Sin was born. It's in all of us. It's unavoidable. But admitting that you're a sinner, believing in God, and choosing to follow him, that is the beginning. It'll straighten everything else out. Because if we don't, our future, if you've been watching the news this week, is Haiti. The president of Haiti was assassinated in his home. We're learning a little bit more every day about the who's and the what's. Just put it this way. There are Clinton Foundation connections to this. And this guy did threaten to expose it. And he's dead. He got clinton In my opinion, we'll learn more. Cuba, complete chaos. Cuban Americans down in Miami and across the country are speaking out and standing up. Government, Biden, crickets. You don't hear nothing. Joe did say that, you know, it's a failed state. Communism doesn't work. He said it real muffled because he doesn't believe it. They want it. They're just going to try and make it go away. You'll hear less and less about it. People are being arrested. A reporter was arrested on a Zoom, just grabbed and taken right out of the house. It was like, oh my God, what just happened? Government just snatching them up. South Africa. Their president was arrested and charged with corruption, pleaded guilty, is going to serve like 18 months in prison. The country's black population is going after the white population, burning, destroying their own businesses, their own communities to show the white people. Sound familiar? We are losing this fight. It does not mean we cannot win. Ronald Reagan used to say that freedom is just one generation away. He wasn't wrong. We may be that generation that's going to have to do something. The longer we wait, the harder it will be. And frankly, the bloodier it will be. You have to get involved locally. You have to speak up. You have to have these conversations with your friends and your neighbors, your coworkers. You just have to. If you don't like the podcast, share somebody else's. I don't care. Want to listen to Bongino or Hannity or Levin or the Clay and Buck show now that replaced Rush? I don't care. Frankly, you should be listening to multiple. And if you listen to the show at all, and then you go watch Tucker Carlson, you'll go watch Tucker Carlson after this episode comes out, which will be this Monday. You watch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. He'll be repeating a lot of the stuff I just brought up. He does it every week. I don't know if he's got showrunners listening. I don't know. But it's damn convenient that I point something out And then all of a sudden, it's on Tucker Carlson's show. It's really hilarious. And I'm cool with it because I'm on to something. And you may think, well, Tucker's a nut. Well, sometimes he is. I said, Fox News is not the end-all be-all. I'm not. I'm just challenging you as an audience, as an American citizen, use your God-given brains for something other than to put a hat on. Think. Listen. Look. What did you just see? They're telling you you didn't see it, but you did. Are you that weak that you'll just go, well, I didn't see it? Or are you going to do something and go, I saw that and you're a liar? What you said is a lie. The Washington Compost, a liberal rag up there with the New York Times, every week is coming out with, it's three Pinocchios, it's four Pinocchios. How it's only three for that defund the police thing is, it's a lie. You just said it's a lie. Then it's four. If four is the max, then you give them four. There's no kind of, they lied. They lie every day. They manipulate every day. They cheat you every day. You start with God and the Bible. Have a conversation. You might just learn something. You just might be enough to fight back against the coming and current oppression. You do not have free speech in this country. You do not have freedom of religion in this country. You do not have the freedom to make your own medical choices in this country. The list goes on and on and on. And eventually you will have none. And you know me, Park, is telling you, wake the hell up. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Be the peace. Don't let emotion get the best of you. Remember, you are the resistance. God bless you, your family, and America.